drive in the trap. This is for the dollars. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like or subscribe, you gotta show me. I applied pressure and they tried to reject it. Clearly, ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'ma call it South Harmon. Huh. Fly down south and get the south popping. <laughs> One day, I'ma give you a walkthrough and introduce you to this walk too. I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, nicked on my dynasty stop Till I came back like Wimbyama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the bed, and they used to love the goatee That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88 December 87, that was 16 days away Might fly to Dallas, why not? I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue, I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play My life a Patreon link, you gotta pay to play I worked 16 hours, boy, that's an 88 X-Factor like Dez Bryant, my boy 88 Why dream light when you living like a heavyweight? This ain't a one-week thing, we grind like every day They know my destination, Devi, like I hang with Ray If they ain't know my name, I bet they know my name today Treat this mic like an ATM, let's make a trade today Drop, drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm layaway Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way Huh? Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you here today Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you here today Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you here today Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay, huh? Treat this mic like an ATM, let's make a trade today. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back into the Dynasty Trade Show. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you want your deals featured on the show, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, $5 tier, the shithead tier, that is the one that gets you access to the trade channel. Drop your deals in there. we got a little bit of requirements. We need league name and format and context because context is everything when grading Dynasty Trades and how we talk about it, but that gets you in Adam. What's up, buddy? Week one's in the books, officially. Uh, mm-hmm. We got some studs. We got some duds. We got some heartbreaks. We got some uh, some major injuries. But let's see what's going down in the, the Dynasty trade sh- streets, baby. I'm excited, man. This is where uh, I think we got to be careful of overreactions, right? Oh, one, yeah. w- one week, you're going to look back on week one, and you're going to forget all about that Curtis Samuel that went off, all these guys that go off, you know, We'll see. I, I would love to get some Puka deals. I don't think we have any, but I'd love to see like some of these guys. That I'm not even saying he can't be good for like points throughout the season, but yeah. is there is there guys that just completely 
came out of nowhere value-wise. I'm looking forward to seeing some of those hopefully here. We're going to start off with yours, but like you said, if you want your deals featured, go there. Um, we always start off with one of our own. I don't pull them anymore. Apparently, I'm just an afterthought because we got Mike, but I will say this. Uh, it's a big deal, Mike. Let's have you talk about it. When you acquire one Patrick Mahomes, Mike, I mean, it's got to go on the trade show. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even feel slighted in the least. This is the other thing. Lineup start 10. Mike, I, I know when we first started doing this and just talking about the way we play and our values, we basically used to say that you know every player is available. And a lot of players to me still are available in almost every league, but where I do definitely caveat in lineup start nine, lineup start 10, like you're going to have to basically like, you're going to have to get him out of my cold dead hands, man. You're going to have to pry him out of my right. cold dead hands to get Patrick Mahomes off me. Unless you send me something so egregious on a teardown where I'm staying in the top six, top eight. Like I'm, I'm not even really considering it for these anymore. As much as I do love the value, a lineup start nine, lineup start right. 10. It's all about the quarterback position. Mike, you get this done for 324s. Now, I'll just say this. Um, I, I see in there, there's an untitled two first asterisk. I don't know how many of these project early, project mid, project late, but uh, I don't even care. Even if you told me, Mike, right now, like g- genuinely, everybody listening, I don't even think if I'm doing this for Drake May, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. And that's what I would, you'd have to send me that guaranteeing it is the top three to even have me thinking at all. Um, so walk us through yep. it. So this is uh this is one of the older leagues that I've been in. Uh, this has been around since 2020. You know, it's a COVID league, but still mm-hmm. going strong. First year COVID won it, won Love the it. whole thing. And the funny thing about Patrick Mahomes is that was my first draft pick in the startup. That was mm. Patrick Mahomes. I took him at the 107 way back in 2020. So think about the dynamics and how they've changed since then, right? Patrick yeah, you had, you had, you had uh, like McCaffrey and Barkley going up in the yep. top picks. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I got him at the 107. Uh, immediately traded him away. And at the time, I traded away Patrick Mahomes. I got Melvin Gordon and Kyler Murray back. You know, the down tier. That's when the, the tear down king was born. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the tear down king's been at it for a while. Melvin Ladies Gordon don't sound like shit now, but okay. back That back was back when he had a full-time role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back when he was actually doing stuff. Uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of bounced around from a couple teams. He is going to be, well, this is, uh, this is be Patrick Mahomes' fourth team <laughs> in this league. Right. But he's coming back Dang, home where really? he started, man. So he's, play, he's, he's played home. on a quarter of the teams in the league. That's crazy. A third. <laughs> I'm sorry. Home. Yeah. All these draft picks here, too, and, and like you mentioned, they're all – I've been holding leverage. Ever since I won that, that league in 2020, I immediately just nuked everything, tore okay. it down, right? I've been rebuilding 21, 22, heading into 23 – Adam, we're in the third year of a a rebuild, right? I'm flush with draft capital. I'm flush with assets. I'm flush with young rookies. You know, it was almost to the point where we don't got enough bench spots. And every year I'm drafting so many rookies and we get to September and I'm going, damn, like I gotta, I can't stat, like I'm stashing studs on on taxi squads, like guys that I wouldn't consider cutting. So I'm going, this is weird, right? Like I got to do something. All right. It's time. It's time. The rebuild's over. I got enough stuff. Patrick Mahomes became available. One, Pistol Pete wants his draft pick back. He wants to tear down his entire team, so that's part of the package going back is is his draft pick. So I kind of acknowledge that this is a signal that he's going tank mode. He's selling it off. He's going to go the route that I did a few years ago. 
And if this is the case, like, I don't really feel good about leveraging a bunch of picks that could be early, but it's Patrick Mahomes and it's a start 10 and Patrick Mahomes is God. So <laughs> I, I kind of got in my head and overthought it a little bit. Glad I got so many dope people in the, uh, the community, the South Harmon community to be like, what are you doing? Just hit the fucking button, you idiot. <laughs> Just push it. It's Patrick Mahomes will for you, three first. <laughs> will you stop negotiating for Patrick Mahomes? He's not a negotiating piece. All right. This is Let's a must have. You don't ever let, like, Mike, I'm telling you right now, there is, like I said, lineup start nine, lineup start ten, especially when, Mike, uh, I'll pull it up so you can see. Warp. Now, one of the interesting parts <laughs> is, pretty good. it's not, like, this is one of those where, like, a lot of times, lineup, not, lineup start nine, lineup start ten, this is why I love looking at warp. So a lot of times in those formats, Mike, you'll see the warp is just outrageous for the, for the quarterback. Not necessarily the case here. Um, I'd be curious the scoring setting specifically for the quarterback, but or if I don't know if it's juiced up for running backs and wide receivers. But the point is, even still, Mike, look at where Patrick Mahomes is. He's the right. one player that's above three in warp here. Last year, right now, it's not predictive every single year. If Kelsey's hurt, maybe he's not the one overall. Um, but his dynasty value is not going anywhere. He's gonna have an unbelievable season, even if Kelsey's not out there. So. To get him for that price, Mike, it's just it's too cheap for me. I'll take I'll take Mahomes all day, every day there. I think a lot of it too is uh, you know, you get some bonuses for twenty carries, twenty five pass completions, uh like receivers, running backs, tight ends, they get a half a point for every first down. So there you kinda go. brings the floor it's up. Bonuses for them, yep. But the interesting part about the quarterback, it's a it's a six point passing touchdown league. You know, negative oh, wow. four for interceptions, so it's kind of a detrimental to throw picks. But Josh Allen, po- point one point per completion, Adam. <laughs> point mm. <laughs> so Whoa. that's why that's why you see those elite quarterbacks up there so damn high. Even though everybody else is elevated, they still separate themselves pretty damn good, right? At least a half a game warp. If you're just saying that's two point seven five for the skill guys and probably what. 3.25 ish for Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's not the, the receivers and running backs obviously score closer to the quarterbacks even at the high end, but the the top four still separate and the you know, let's call him god yeah. tier Patrick Mahomes is that in any format. So, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and move on. Let's stop. Honestly, stop I, playing around. That was easy. I'm uh, I'm going to get nauseous here. Um I just started drinking. <laughs> um, all of a sudden my 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 stomach's a little turning. I, I think it's just more point to like our overall dynasty process, Adam. You know, when people are like, oh, what are you doing? You know, I always want to stay competitive or whatever. It's sometimes after you win, man, just tear the whole thing down. If they'll let you sell everything off and just eat shit for two years. And all of a sudden, here you are, year three, going, oh, look, we're right back into the championship mix because we got Patrick Mahomes and Brees Hall and B. John Robinson and Chris Olave, and you got all these young up-and-coming studs that it's like, I'm going to be a problem for a while. And I still have some draft capital left over, Adam. I got picks in 25. I got my own first in 24. I got a shit ton of seconds just laying around. So like, this is this kind of just having the, the regs to riches story. And, uh, you know, I thought – hey, the league's free for the next seven years, so why not rip it down in 2020 after I won? And it looks like I'll be winning money before that seven years is up. I love it, man. Um, all right, <clears throat> next deal, Mike. 12-team um, Superflex, PPR, half-point tight end premium, best ball start 11, Buzzard's Fishbowl. So Buzzard's not a part of the trade, but this is his, uh, his I like league. the name. Yeah. I like Fish 58. 
um, and Scotty McGee. So, Mike, here's the here's the trade. Uh, just on the surface, let's talk about it, and then we'll pull up warp. And then I think yeah. we I think we might be worth pulling up the simulator here too, given the pieces. For everyone on podcast who can't see, we got George Pickens, a twenty five first from Scotty McGee, a twenty five second and third, all going to I like fish. Then you have um, Tony Pollard, Elijah Moore, and Sky Moore going to Scotty McGee. Uh, great part, Mike, during the Sunday recap when we pulled up the Elijah Moore hologram. You made the comment that, you know, Elijah Moore clearly has differentiated himself from the other Moore, but Sky Moore. He's getting both. <laughs> he wants both here uh, to go with Tony All Pollard. What do you got here, man? 25 first, second, third, George Pickens versus the Moores and Pollard. Uh, start 11, right, just to keep it simple. I'll take George Pickens over Elijah Moore and Sky Moore. Okay. Like, In best ball? I think, yeah, like I'm, I'm good. I'll take okay. him over that. Just, probably just because I feel Skymore isn't really worth anything. <laughs> like he's yeah. just kind of whatever. You're, you're, you're in the, in the, in a t- in a typical two for one of Skymore. It was a dynasty value similar player who might you feel score more points or have more opportunities. You, you're going to give it a, a more a, more realistic here, scenario, right? Here's the thing: in best ball, I'll give it more context. I'll take George Pickens over Elijah Moore, right? And of course, the third yes. and the third and Skymore, even if it's in twenty five. I'm probably going to favor the third for the liquidity. And at, at minimum, they cancel, right? Just because of values? Yeah. Okay. So <clears> then <throat> you got a 25 first and a 25 second for Tony Pollard. I really like Pollard. And I think he can score a lot of points at him, but I'm okay liquidating running backs in best ball for this kind of haul. Like, you give me a first and a second, I'm going to pay attention for most running backs in the entire league, even a guy as good as Tony Pollard, for the simple fact is there's not a lot of risk in those draft picks. And I can probably buy back into similar production running backs for cheaper, right? Like I might not even have to use that second to get somebody who's going to give me 80, 90% of what Tony Pollard does with that first. And the amount of running backs you can buy with a 25 first is pretty damn abundant. And it gets more abundant as the season goes on when people go, I don't want these damn running backs on my team. I'm, I'm rebuilding. I'm not, you know, I'm not competing, you know, like whatever you think of like guys like Cam Akers, right? If he starts doing something towards the middle part of the year and producing, you don't think if you throw a 25 first at a guy who's middle of the road or competing for Cam Akers, he doesn't smash except it. And the reality of warp is probably going to be very similar to what Tony Pollard's doing. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, man, I kind of wanted to have context here, but, but to your point before context, right? George Pickens and Elijah Moore. I, I do think what's interesting, given his usage, Elijah Moore's, I, I bet you there's a chance that they score similarly. I definitely want Pickens, the dynasty asset, and I think even still Pickens is going – I would bet on Pickens scoring more than Elijah Moore in a best ball or any any format. But I bet you there's a, there's a case to be made where Elijah Moore's really not that far off from him. Um, so I, I want Pickens there. To, to me, I agree with you. Third for Sky Moore. It all comes down to getting two assets, which are 25 first and 25 second for Pollard. Um, I will take a first and a second for Pollard. Gosh, man, in best ball like this, start 11 almost everywhere, right? Like uh, in best ball especially. You tell me a first and a second for Pollard in a lot of builds, in, in lineup even, I'm taking that. But, I mean, best ball, Mike, you're getting two assets for one that are pretty highly valued. I think there's a case to be made. You package that second up with another one of your thirds or seconds, and you can go buy a running back that's got a good workload right then and there. He's not Pollard necessarily, but 
you get a replaceable level running back in to your team. One of the guys that's in the roster construction we want, right? Top 35, top 40 running backs. And you and you have this first to pocket now. Or you could go buy something right away with it. So I, I definitely want that side. Um, he, here's the, the part that I wanted to get to, and I'm kind of curious what this says. So it does have in the simulator uh, Scotty McGee as the clear, clear favorite to win the yep. league. Um, so they're late picks. They're 25 out. Now, here's what I will say. The fact that these are all 25s, um, and you could probably do some Dynasty Daddy homework if you wanted to or somewhere out yeah, there, right? I already got you, buddy. I think this signals to me that 24s are gone. Yep, except for his third, fourth, and f- third and fourth. <laughs> so this <laughs> this is exactly the type of move I like to do personally, where you're going, all right, I like Fish 58's rebuilding. So you one off Pollard anyway, right? Yep. Elijah Moore and Sky Moore, you probably one off of two. If you told me now we're playing the dynasty aspect, Mike, which is what I talked about in the beginning, I definitely want Pickens over these other two receivers. So you get that, you get all these first, and the one thing I don't know about his team you have it in front of you is I, I could tell you guaranteed by this trade that he's out of 24 picks. But yep. what I want to know is I think this is a team that maybe not this year, but in 25 you're sitting there thinking maybe not quite this loaded team and maybe I have a chance to get a better pick. So what are we looking at? Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert, which is a good start at your quarterback position. Uh, Jordan Love and Brock Purdy as your backups, uh, Superflex uh-huh. and third-string quarterback, which is respectable in a best ball, like, Nothing wrong Not with that horrible, but long-term, who knows, right? Long-term could be scary, right? For those two, at least. And not mm-hmm. having draft capital, you know, if Brock Purdy actually does come to fruition, everything I've said about him and how horrible he is, even though I'm eating shit week one so far, or pretty much all this uh, calendar and, year. And let's acknowledge, yeah. too, that Jordan Love, uh, week one, looked a lot better than I was yep. expecting him to. So, no, but it no, could take this doesn't guarantee yep. that they're going to take a dive, but they absolutely could. Running backs, this is where the team could fall apart, right? Like, very well could. Now, right now, they're fantastic. So, if you're looking, you feel really good about Christian McCaffrey, Tony Pollard, Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, right? You feel great. Like, let's go. (laughs) This is a squad, and I get it. Like, that's very good. Wide receivers, not bad at all. Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, you know, kind of, we're a little bit leery. But if he comes back and plays well and gets the, uh, the Puka Nakua role, can we say that now with the Puka Nakua role? I'm not sure if we can, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, like very fine wide receiver core. Uh, tight ends, it's best ball. So, you know, a half point tight end premium, I don't really give a shit if you don't have hammers at him. So Cole Komet, Dawson Knox, you know, just a bunch of dudes, Kate Otten, who gives a shit. But like you mentioned, no real draft capital in 24, no real draft capital in 25. Uh, team leverage to the max for this year worthy bet if you're i like fish to just go like it may not fall apart and this guy may compete for the next two years but if it does i'm getting picks in 25 that don't look as rosy as they do in 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 you know 2024 draft capital i think though that's that's the point actually that i wanted to make is the reason this is such a good trade for i like fish 58 now i i will say this if you're like scotty mcgee like, I understand what you're doing, but I personally wouldn't want to send all of this in a best ball to get Pollard, even if I'm, like... Like, if I'm balls deep, Mike, and, and locked into contending like this, I'm yeah. fine sending these picks away. I, I don't want to consolidate to just really one guy. Like, for example, if Pollard goes down, yeah. knock on wood, we don't want that to happen. But if it did, dude, you traded all that away, and now you have Elijah Moore and Sky Moore? That is rough, my friend. Like, that's what yeah. you don't want to do personally in a best ball for me. 
I will say though, this is for I like fish. While it's great is Mike, you're taking these picks on this person saying to themselves, Scott, a saying, I got this, like, give me Pollard. I'm locking this title up. You could have them 25s. And if that does happen, you already, I think are winning the value, right? Look at the guys you had a chance to get late in the first, even at like 110, 111, 112 this year. You know, Kincaid, Zay Flowers hung around there every now and again, right? Like, I'll take that even if they're late. But the best part is you're pushing out to the year where he could be worse and you're getting like insulated guaranteed value and a rebuild for yourself. So personally, I I love that deal for him. Yeah. The other thing about it too, like we just look around that league real quick. There's a, there's a lot of people at the top fully leveraged into competing. You can tell like there's a lot of people. So you're, so there's there's a war. I was actually going to say that. Oh, that's a great call, man. There's, there's a war. Cause I buzzard, right? Uh, he and I talk as does other people in the discord. Like I know, and I can see him at the bottom here, uh, clear less than two wins. There is a war for these picks, right? Like, You you are you are fighting against Buzzard. You're fighting against Trust the Process. I mean, you got a name like Trust the Process, Mike. Come on, you know there's you know that there's freaking picks being had here. So you better go get them things, man. Uh, make it, it makes it even better seeing getting all those picks given that that type of of that type yep. of league dynamic. So now, Mike Castle Black, our buddy, twelve team Superflex PPR full point tight end premium lineup start eleven summertime blues. Um, David Montgomery and JSN or John. So we got the IR and guy that just hurt his hamstring going away for David Montgomery and JSN. So curious your, your thoughts here. I, obviously I think everyone will agree that like the dynasty value given where Taylor's at is going to favor JSN. But yeah, like what's your thoughts here in this trade total? If I was a like super Uber contender, like, JSN for Taylor would be something I consider. It's it's still too rich though for me to really justify Adam because the dynasty market's going to favor JSN, right? Young, not only is he a wide receiver, not a running back, but he's younger than Jonathan Taylor, right? There's more hype around him. JT starting right. to fade because of you know oh he's third year, fourth year running back, so we don't really care anymore. So that's just the way it's going. J- Jonathan Taylor's awesome when he's healthy and playing. He's not, so he's kind of out of sight, out of mind. His dynasty value's taking a hit. I'll take JSN, no question, over Jonathan Taylor. Even as a contender, like, I'm kind of good. I really like Deontay Johnson, uh, but, you know, now given what we know, Adam, if you told me last week who you want between Deontay Johnson and, and David Montgomery, I'd tell you Deontay Johnson all day. <laughs> no question about you it. You taking David Montgomery now, though? I would take David Montgomery for the production right now. All right. That's but, fa- that, but, that, but that was, was going to be my but, point, so I'm glad you said it. But I'll say this. Um that's just where I'm at currently with now with what I know. Like, I don't really think David Montgomery is very good, but I can acknowledge the fact that he's going to give production because he's got that Jamal Williams role, whatever the hell that is. Now, he's probably not scoring as many touchdowns as Jamal Williams did last year, but he's still getting the work. And Gibbs is kind of going to be more of this this more explosive playmaker. So David Montgomery's getting touches, and that's really what matters at the running back position. Deontay Johnson's injured. Um I will say this, even if it was last week and I favored Deontay over David Montgomery, Adam, it's not by more than what I favored JSN over Jonathan Taylor. So Castle Black would win last week. He'd win this week. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I I, uh, I just wanted to – I think you did a good job walking through the points. I'm going to pull this up here, Warp, okay? And this is where, for oh, me, this is where everything changes, warm, right? Yeah. Now it's even like, oh, yes. buddy, what yeah. have you just done? Mike, look at this running back line. Now, 
We yeah. talk about in lineup leagues, right? This is a lineup start eleven. We talk about the any running back on a fifty three thing. But look at the, look at the thing here, and this is where it's over the full season last year. We're not a warp is out, by the way. Um, we're not going to be disingenuous enough to give you one week of of warp charts and be like, hey, we yeah. should make a lot of big time moves off of one week. Um, certain cer- certain situations, sure. But look at this running back line, man. Look at that. Crazy. David Crazy. Montgomery, Mike. David Montgomery, in the role he has, I mean, Jameer Gibbs, I don't think is going to stay that underutilized, but there are going to be weeks. We have seen Dan Campbell do this plenty of times where Jamal, Jamal Williams got how many, I mean, 15, 20, 25 touches, right. easy. Mike, there's going to be weeks where he's locked into that 24, 18 running back role where he's going to get that type of point load. Some of these weeks, though, you tell me he can't be a top six running back? Mike, that's that's beating quarterbacks in this league. Top yep. twelve, all beating court like this is where that Montgomery piece, massive, massive in this trade for Deontay, who's yep. probably even if we project him to be better, look at how flat it is at wide receiver twelve, where we've seen him yep. at his best days. Look how flat that is, man. That is a warp trade plus a market trade. Love it capitalizing on the market you get the market value in jsn over jt and then you get the actual production and warp over the wide receiver in deontay now beautifully see, done now, now you see how excited i am right this is a savage to remember doing this when, when mike does right. stuff like this it, it, I, I have a hard time i get a little more sick um well the, the expectations are higher for me castle black i love what you <laughs> bravo do, gosh man i gotta get like a sounder for that that was that's well done man that's fantastic hey. to see Oh, buddy. Easy easy money here. I, I want to talk one. about this real quick. Before before we get to the trade, so um, it's J.K. Dobbins versus uh, being acquired for Cordell Patterson in a 24-third. I'm imagining, I almost guarantee this is before, or I'm sorry, after the trade. Um, yeah. But uh, the J.K. Dobbins injury, for people that have, whether you bought low, held for forever, you're holding out hope, <clears throat> it... it the J.K. Dobbins experience, unfortunately, outside of the back half finish of his rookie season, where people got really excited, has been a colossal like disappointment and underperforming fantasy asset, not to mention just a uh, like feel really awful for the kid getting hurt in preseason, trying to battle back last year, now having this. To the point, though, like that's all one thing in the human element. The second thing is with J.K. Dobbins now, we talked about this on um, Sunday Recap. Mike, this is unfortunately you have to you have to be quicker to just diagnose, put all your feelings aside, and what are we doing here? And the reality for us is that J.K. Dobbins is a sell for any third, right? Yeah. We we said that. You get Cordell Patterson, who I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's room for them to run three of them. I, I don't even care about the Cordell Patterson asset, asset, but you give me the third, I'm already in. So. um I'd say Cody. Uh, Cody wasn't sleeping this time on this trade, you know? No, he killed this. This is easy. I'll take any third for JK, no question about it. Uh, Adam, let me kind of go with the uh, the James Robinson career arc, okay? <laughs> oh, now, no. granted, he's got a little bit more draft capital, but what do we also see from James Robinson we've never seen from JK? In RB3 a, a fantastic finish. full season. Not Like, JK had a good window, for the half season maybe, but not a full season like that. Right, Uh James Robinson, I mean, at one point maybe climbed up to like RB15 during that fantastic run, right? I'm just looking to keep trade that right, right. 
Well, I'm looking at keep trade cut, and people are like hesitant to put him at RB14 or 15, even after finishing RB3 overall. And you remember how much I had to like fight people the following year that sure. J Rob actually pretty good. Um, Adam, <clears throat> then we have this uh, we have this Achilles injury, <laughs> right? And uh, talk about the massive tank job, right? Down to RB40, right? People are like, well, he might still come back. And what did he do? He came back at him early in last season and was putting up numbers. And people are like, oh, shit, he's it's, back. It's so easy to forget. It's it's funny how how recency bias and like how that wasn't that long ago. Literally a year ago this time, people he surprised everybody. Went out and had a great week one. Had a had a... Yep. The workload and how he played the first few weeks was actually pretty good. And then yep. all of a sudden, uh, poof, right? Just like a magic trick. It was over. And you had a short window there. You had about two weeks to sell him. October 1st, he hit his peak again. RB14. Okay? That's, oh. the, best, that's the best he did. He was at that's, RB14 on keep trade cut. That's incredible. He actually recovered to that point. Right. People were ecstatic for it. And Adam, what happened after that? Just an absolute nosedive. And you see all these little peaks and values. One time he's down there to RB124. And then I think maybe he signed with the Giants with the whole Saquon situation, right? <laughs> right? We got a little bounce back to RB90. Woo! RB90. Woo-hoo, RB90. And, uh, now it's still back in free fall, RB100 and something. So when I say that taking a third now for J.K. Dobbins and just getting rid of that headache, Yes. Could you have some about he comes back next year, Adam, and he has a couple good weeks. Awesome. Maybe he recovers a little value and you get a second out of him. I'm just saying I'm more than willing to just get rid of the headache right now. You give me a third, I'll let that be somebody else's problem. And, and in this case, Cody, he got an NERB on a 53 and one that we've seen been used in the past. Now, I don't know how that's going to look with the Algier Bijan backfield, but I don't care. The third was more than enough, <laughs> more than well, enough. Just that, thanks for the free Cordero Patterson, I guess. That that's one of the things to talk about, though, right? The third already covered what you were wanting. I think what you need yes. in the trade for for JK. I don't even say need. Like to me, he's got to go off my team, especially in a lineup start ten where you're probably having a shallow roster total roster. Uh, third, though, I'm smashing. So, but here's the point about Patterson that we have to remember. Even if you're saying, all right, well, this guy's probably you know not going to be able to compete week in and week out with Bijan and uh, Algier. I won't fight that narrative. But, Mike, how many carries did Tyler Algier and Bijan get? And how many did they – they both got passing work. What is that overall? A ton of touches. What happened to J.K. Dobbins? He was – he played like 83% of snaps before he got hurt. Now, it wasn't wasn't a long time. But the point is, if you're out there and you're playing a lot, you can get injured. And this is not a – this strategy partially is, hey, Patterson doesn't have to go in my lineup. And if there's an opportunity for him, now he can. And guess what? In this offense – one of those guys goes down, Cordell Patterson has some trust, and you know, you know what my friend over there is doing. Um, you're gonna know, you're gonna know when to start Cordell Patterson. That's the thing. Arthur you're Smith's gonna, gonna run the ball like crazy. No matter, like if there's an injury to the running back position, Cordell Patterson's someone that you're considering firing up if you don't have a right. like robust running back room. So absolutely, even worth if it's, even if it's up. something minor, like hey, we're sitting Tyler Algier this week because he's got a a bum ankle, right? Mm-hmm. Just gonna be one week. Your lineup, you're going to know ahead of time, and you're going to go, well, can I fit Cordell Patterson in my lineup? <laughs> like, Cause, do cause I want guess a piece what of that running game? You got, you've got a running back um, yeah. that gave you one week, even if it was, that you weren't expecting anything of, right? Yep. Uh, all right, Mike, uh, B. Hall, 12-team Superflex PPR, lineup start 12, uh, GDOAT. 
All right, Mike. What do you think here? Speaking of Tyler Algier, Derrick Henry, Tyler Algier, and Terry McLaurin being acquired for ETN Acres in a second. We ain't gonna find one we're gonna disagree on yet, are we? Like this is this is a home run slam dunk. Blitz is pulling I, slam I don't dunk think, trades. I don't think day. that we are. Um, it kind of sucks. I was I wanted to get back to Fight Club, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, no Fight Club on this one. This can is we, Handshake Club. You know what this I want, Blitz? Club. Blitz, can I at least get one like Fight Club trade a show? Like you know, right. Right. <laughs> at least let me duke it out once with the guy. I will take. L- listen, I I rate Travis Etienne looked good. Okay, he looked good, and take Tank's big Tank Bigsby uh, had a couple problems with the drop pass and then a fumble. Um, like I think he's talented, but I think Etienne's also like. Let me acknowledge the other side. I think Etienne's talented enough to also hold Tank Bigsby off from this crusty committee backfield that we thought it was going to be. Right. Sure. I think that's possible. Okay. Yeah, at least, at least, especially like for the early foreseeable future, I think early right. there's a chance where he holds him off for a while. I agree with that. If I'm thinking long term dynasty, like I'll give a little bit of an edge to Travis Etienne, like when I rank him in there because he's sexier and people want him to be younger. But Adam, like he kind of falls in that category of running backs where I just really look at him in one year windows. There's not very many of them. All right. So let me preface that there's not very many of them specifically where I'm looking at multi year windows. He is not in that category. So when I say it, like, just for this year, Adam, I'll take Derrick Henry over Travis Etienne for sure. No question about it. I want him over if I'm any kind of a contender, any kind of contender. The only way I would say I want Travis Etienne over Derrick Henry is if I'm kind of in a rebuild or if I'm, like, I'm looking to flip Travis Etienne later yeah, on my next move because I think he's sexier for a lot more people than Derrick Henry. But – the rest of this shit, man. Uh, Terry McLaurin way over Cam Akers. Tyler Algier, like, I'll, I'll take him. <laughs> I get it. You threw in a 24-second, but I it really don't give a shit because you want it every other spot if I try to match him up. So if I said Terry McLaurin or the second, I'm taking Terry McLaurin. And then uh, Tyler Algier and Cam Akers, like, I know it sucks to say, Adam, but after this week, I'm going, who gives a shit? Like, I'll probably take Tyler Algier for the production. At least he's got a role that his coach doesn't hate him. Yeah, I mean, what was crazy was I was I watched some of that game and then like looked up at the end. And he had 22 carries for 29 yards, and I'm just like, right. the the Acres experience this year um, that we I was thinking was probably going to be free and clear. Obviously, like his snap share at the end of the week, Mike, 35. percent Kyron Williams was more than a pest. He was. Right. You see all those touches and you feel good, and then you look at the snap share and you go, Jesus. What Kyron Williams? Really? But but it's crazy to think, Mike, like how many starting running backs get thirty five percent snaps? Like that's Right. That's like it just it kind of speaks to the experience of Akers if you had him uh outside of, you know, it's, it's funny, the JK thing. Outside of the end of his rookie season when he was going yeah. crazy. Yeah. This frustrating, very frustrating situation. Mike, I'll tell you this, I think that the I'll I'll put this trade in the context of this for me. I think right now you could argue the market of ETN over Henry. So to your point, that was the one point I was going to really strongly make is that ETN's market because of its – and it's and what I mean by market is not even necessarily that he's higher in dynasty value, although I think that's probably the case. What I'm talking about is Derrick Henry is going to appeal to the way it probably works in almost all these leagues. Right or wrong, Derrick Henry is going to appeal to a few teams that think they're going for it. Travis yeah. ETN – even rebuilders, a lot of times I find Mike will be interested in ETN. Not, right. not that they should be, but that that's how it works. So yes. you give the dynasty value and you give the amount of teams you could probably move them to. 
I want ETN and dynasty value. But to your point, and when we're talking about running backs, the way I'm valuing them now, one-year windows, I'm not going to say Henry's Henry's clearly ahead, but they're easily, easily similar. And yeah. if you told me that you think Henry's ahead of him, like, I can't fight you. So then Akers and Algier. I think I want to. I want to hope that Acres is going to see better days ahead, but I can't guarantee that. And I've seen enough of these Acres games, these playful games, where who knows what his week's going to be, week in and week out. Cooper Cups on IR. This team is not going to be very good. All of a sudden, all the bullishness for me is not quite as bullish. And I don't know that Algiers' workload is going to stay this heavy, and they're going to be this run heavy all year, but. The fact that he did this with Bijan out there playing pretty well, I probably lean Algier, honestly. Um, it's hard for That's me to say crazy. that. Crazy to say, ain't it, man? But if I asked you a week ago, you'd be like, come on, Mike. I might want to – there might be a case where if I have Acres and it's Algier, me personally, I have so many shares, I'd probably do it. But if, if it wasn't that many shares, I might want to see one or two more weeks before I like say for sure. But the yeah. fact that it's close, if you just told me that those pieces are close, it ends up boiling down to me where – Listen, man, I think McLaurin's got better days ahead than week one. I know that at this point, like, you're not going to say he's a hammer. But, Mike, this is lineup start 12. I think that's a key point. Lineup start 12, McLaurin absolutely is worth. And and if he's somehow not, he is right in line behind whoever's not starting. To where you you have all these injuries we just saw week one, right? Terry McLaurin for a second is a plan that I want to get ahead of as opposed to buying something in the second when I need to, if I can get a McLaurin-type receiver for a second. So I think, Mike, this is uh, definitely a win by B-Hall. You can make clear cases for all three pieces if you wanted to, but I think that the totality uh, is definitely a B-Hall 7 win. So, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even really need to pull up Warp. I am, though, curious. Let's see, is there any caveats? And they, Man, there really they isn't. They're on top of each other. You know what the one thing is, though, Mike? I'll tell you this. This actually does make me even go more on B-Hall uh, B side. So the fact that they're all ahead of quarterbacks in this range, a second for McLaurin, sign me up, buddy. Like even yeah. even more to that point is uh, the only thing that that confirmed for me. So congrats, B-Hall. We didn't even need to give you another pat on the back, <laughs> but we did. You know. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Raul Mata. Uh, I believe this is a new patron for us. Nick Chubb. Or Van Jefferson in a 24 first, Mike. 12 team Superflex lineup start 10. It's tiered PPR, so it's half point running back, full point receiver, 1.5 tight end premium. Ultimate League of Trading. Okay, new patron, check. Calling it the Ultimate League of Trading, check. Acquiring Nick Chubb from a Cleveland guy, check. Mike, tell me where I'm missing all the check boxes here. Mm. Yeah, I pretty much got all the checks, don't he? I mean, all the I- ones. What what do you what are you thinking here? Um, no context on that draft pick, Nick Chubb. No question. It's also not not his or her pick, right? Yep. No context on the draft pick right now. This is easy, Nick Chubb for me. I'll buy Nick Chubb for this. If this is a you know late, late-ish first, easily you can have all the Van Jefferson you want in the lineup. Start ten. And like we said That's on the start I wanted to show, talk about, man. I, I, listen, I got to give Eric a little shit, right? Because we go back and forth, and he's hurting right now because Aaron Rodgers is Super Bowl pick Jets. You know, it's just not good for him. 
So I, I feel bad for you, Eric. I also do, uh, but you can't. I don't let feel this that Mike... bad because he 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 cursed <laughs> Cam Akers again. All right, he did. He can't let this uh, Mike White shit go either. Like he still wants Mike White to be a thing. He's horrible. Let it go. Zach Wilson's team now, buddy. Sit down, there. <laughs> but, but also on the on the start to sit, like he was trying to push Van Jefferson, and both you and I were like. Nah, <laughs> nah, man. He he sucks as a number two. How do you think he's gonna be as a number one? He didn't do shit. <laughs> Dutu Atwell had a great game. I mean, Dutu I hate to tell you, it's Atwell. just the truth, right? It's yeah. just the way it is. Um, Van Jefferson's a, here, here, a nothing burger to me in a start here, ten, especially. So, well, the thing is, like, let let's even remove the start ten for a second. Cooper Cup's on IR. There's all of a sudden this receiver that you know. We have constantly heard, oh, draft capital, this, that, and the other. All these, you know, these stories about he's, this is going to be the time when he p- takes off. There is not a better opportunity in the world for Van Jefferson to seize. Right. And what happens? Mr. No draft capital hardly, right? Like, not a high draft pick. Rookie comes in and earns 15 targets and balls. So, explain it to me. Okay. Explain it to me. Now, you're going to say, well, Cooper Cup, he, from everything you hear, he's seen specialists. He's probably not even playing week five. And what? And what? He's getting out-targeted out in the first game of the year. And, and Matthew Stafford's one of these guys that I think kind of looks to lock on to people when he trusts him. The fact that you're trusting a guy like this, this early on, um, I, 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 I didn't need to even go into that, but the fact that that happened on top of it, I would have just expected Mike Van Jefferson not to be that good and not earn as many targets in the workload as people were hoping. But when this happens from that young kid, it's it's good night, in my opinion. So the draft pick on our league simulator. Uh, oh, sorry. We, I don't know why I went ahead. Yeah, pull it that's up. That's all right, man. You're jumping the gun here. No, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I wanted dr- to hear this. League simulator, the number one team by almost two wins. Oh, that's the 101? No, no, no. The number oh. one team, power rank team. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Good night. Right. So it is a, a late first. I looked at the team, too, on Dynasty Daddy. Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield. You know, it's a lineup start 10, though. Two hammer quarterbacks. I'm in. Let's go. Brees, Saquon, Khalil Herbert, James Conner. Like, plenty of running back depths with some studs in there. Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Smith. Christian Kirk, <laughs> Juju, like as your your wide receiver five. I, I don't mind that at all. George Kittle, Laporta at tight end. Uh, no real draft capital in 24, but does have his 25 picks. So, like, well, if I mean, you're already on the league simulator compared to everybody else that far ahead, you got the quarterback situation locked up. This, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and look at the warp chart, too, for that guy's for quarterbacks. <laughs> well, and, and this is where, um, actually, so I'll ask you here, okay? Given this warp chart, this warp Running graph, not as high. Yep. The one thing I do notice, and it's a half point. It's a what is it? It's a half PPR for running back. So yeah. The the question for me now, obviously, this is a very late projected pick. Like this is a team going to the playoffs unless utter catas- like catastrophe comes his way, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a chance this is a one ten or later. So even if you lock that in as late, is it worth – is Chubb worth it if you're telling me that – like to me right here, now the, every year changes a little, but to me you're saying if it's like outside of the top six, really not doing that much for you. So like is 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 this bet worth it given 
like betting on Chubb to be a top, you know, eight, five back this season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I agree. I just wanted to make sure, you know. And too, like you said too, it's a what half point for the running backs for perception or for receptions. So those receiving running backs not as boosted up. Guys like well, Nick Chubb who and don't now where Nick good. Chubb's getting four targets. I mean, who, <laughs> who knows? It's catching them all too. Yeah, you might be Christian McCaffrey two point oh. Look out, know. Eckler! Look out, McCaffrey! Um, not <laughs> not not, no. not necessarily, but uh, no, he looked good. But I mean, for him to be a top five, top eight back in a half PPR format, I don't think is. It's not asinine. People. It's not crazy to think that's the case that could be. Yeah. Very, very easily could be top three, top two, top one. Like he could be the RB1 overall in this format by the end of the I, year. I think there's a there's a very good case to be made that like top five is not yeah. anything to be making anything crazy about. So if you're able to get off of a very late pick for this. All right, Mike, let's talk about this. 2014, two copy. So. For those of you who don't know, it's essentially the same as a 12-team. Other than there's a second copy of There's another league with all the same players. You can't roster typically the same player twice. Um, so that's the dynamics of that one. It's a super flex PPR start 12. It is tiered PPR. Full point for the running back. 1.25 for the receiver. Two points for the tight end. HQ and chill. This one we don't have warp on. I think it must be a private league where we need to, to log in and don't have it. So, Mike. Okay. Without the warp, um, let's talk about this, though. So it's, um, boy, this always gets me. Joe and Big T gave up Jamar Chase, okay? Uh, Jamar and the Chase gave up Jameer Gibbs, Quentin Johnson, and a 24 first-round pick. Mike, Mm. start 12, lineup league, tiered PPR. Quentin Johnson, Jameer Gibbs, 24 first, or Jamar Chase? I'm going to take the package of players, and I know I've been down this road before and people shit all over me, but this is what it is. Adam, let's go back to the old school roots here. Okay. Right? Go ahead. Yep. Quinn Johnson, first. What's yeah. first? Yeah, he's yep. a you spent one fifth, this year. sixth round startup pick right now. Yep. Even if you want to knock it because it's like the, the new car theory, right? As soon as you drive it off the lot, it, it depreciates. If he's depreciated, sure. he's still worth. I first. get you, but he's a he's a singular generic first typically. No one's no one's going to trade him for less right now. Can we agree, Jameer Gibbs is worth more than a first? Probably worth more than a first and a second. <clears throat> I would say this worth more than a first, absolutely. I I would say this. I would say this about the next claim, regardless of the second, the, the actual cost. One of the things I struggle with with a guy like Gibbs is not that I don't believe in him and that the workload should should take care of itself down the road. All that's not the thing. My thing is, I don't actually see. Like, I've traded a first, a second, and Sam Laporta for Gibbs. And I know I was the only one that was paying that. Like, I have struggled to find, even if we say someone costs this theoretical at this position, like, Mm -hmm. that people actually pay those type of trades often. So, like, to answer your question, yes, I think it's a first and a second, at least. And to your point, like, probably... I don't even know if someone wants to get rid of him for that. But at the same time, I feel like the buyers of that price and higher, like the days of people sending a first plus for running backs, it just feels like it's not that often. Unless it's a Van Jefferson for Chubb, you know, something like that. I get you. Um, and then we got the first already in there, right? So we're talking three firsts, and in my opinion, three first plus, three first and a second, three first and a second plus, however you want to do it. But it's three first plus, in, in my opinion. 
for Jamar Chase and Adam, unless the warp is stupid crazy to wide Can receivers. I tell you about This is the worst one to not have a warp for, isn't it? Yes. This Because this is the be most debatable crazy, trade. Anytime, really, for wide receivers. I mean, you can make a case for probably Justin Jefferson. I can't make the case for Jamar Chase to, to be worth three first in just about any format unless the warp really, really favors it. And it's like a one QB league. Not in any type of super flex league, though, Adam. I just can't. <laughs> At those prices, I'd sell them all. I'd sell every every receiver. So I, <clears throat> uh, th- this is where, man, I'll be honest. I want warp so Damn, I really want to see this warp chart because I think I can, I think we could have we could have had a Fight Club trade or not. Like I could have made it a lot more definitive based right. on what warp shows me. The one point I want to make here, gosh, it's driving me crazy. I don't have the warp chart. Uh, this, I'm just so sad too. Like a league called HQ and Chill wouldn't be open and putting the warp out there for us to see. Man, that's a you put Chill in there. <laughs> Mike, I tell you what, I tell you what. Why don't you try to pull it up um, and see if if you're able to because. I don't have the graph. I know Blitz always pulls them if he can. Just, just, just do a double check because well, here, you here, need the you need the league ID for MFL and all that's that. That's right. I don't and I don't yeah. have it right now. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so the one thing I'll say though, Mike, to the point of warp, which is one point two five for receiver. That's where that scoring to me makes this really interesting, right? Because now the two point tight end premium makes a couple tight ends really matter. It's it's lineup though. <laughs> The principle still applies even in these heavy tight end premiums. It's just maybe Kyle Pitts is in discussion. Maybe there's someone else that's in the discussion, but there's a handful. That doesn't matter for me all that much. Full point running back is basically what you always see. 1.25 for receiver you almost don't ever see. So to me, that, like, in theory, would go to the warp really high. And then you factor in market, and that's where, like, I'm saying here, oh, this is one of those where – it becomes tough if that's the case. Like if the warp looked the way I'm thinking, it becomes tough because of two things. One, the market on Chase is probably ridiculous. Like, and, and what he could matter to your team is also that way. The problem is where I'm torn is it start 12. Yep. If this so, is a start nine, you have a, you have a firmer ground to stand. Nine, on. 10, I'm doing this in the, I'm doing this a million times out of a million in nine or 10. Like I guarantee you that it's no bullshit. I know how far we've come. 11, I 11, I think I'm, I feel confident, but I want to look at my room. 12, 12, 12 is one of these where, like, dude, if I'm making this trade because I know how good Chase can be, I'd have to know, and this is another thing I'm probably not going to have on Dynasty Daddy elsewhere, is, like, how deep is this other team? Now, if you're, if you're telling me you were stocked, like the cupboard is stocked and you can afford this, I'll, I'll sign for the deal. I like it. If you got a big like bank, I'm, I'm with it. Outside of that, man, I think this is tough because it's dangerous – and start 12 getting rid of these many assets that are this highly valued. But it just, to me, the one thing that I would love to see in warp is I think Chase in a 1.25 per receiver could be in this like God tier. Um, so could be, but we miss out because <sighs> damn it. Blitz. No warp. You know what blitz next time on stuff like this, by the way, no shade, but hit me up. I'll, I'll hit the, I'll hit the manager up or whoever. Right. We'll see if we can, if we can actually we need get it. it. Yeah. I need all the context, baby. But, uh, you know what? We'll probably have some follow-up in the comments, um, something to let us know. You guys let us know, too. Without Warp, what do you think of that trade? Which side you taking? All right, Mike. Uh, T. Junko 07. Um, last trade of the love day. Love yeah, this one. He, been in the DMs with this guy. Uh, Mike, this is interesting. New patron. New, New patron. patron. Shout-out. I'm going to give him a shout-out, too, that asked me about this trade last week. Oh, uh, he's going to mom and dad. 
Last week, Mike, here's the thing. Last week was a wild week for me, right? Um, right. If you don't, if you don't know, uh, doing this full-time now. So full-time content creator. I had a tree almost hit the house. It was chaos last week doing everything. Yeah. This this was in my DMs. I didn't get back to it till the next day, and he said he already made the trade. But uh, So talk to you as well. Here's the trade. It's a, Junko. It's a good thing I responded. Well, I'm, that's why I have Mike, you know, because uh, in moments of chaos, you need a, a stable – Maybe you know, a little questionable decision-making. Right. Mark Andrews and a 25 first. Going away is uh, – so, so that's what T. Junko 07 is getting. Going away is Dwan Johnson, uh, Bryce Young, and two seconds. So, Mike, it's a 12-team Superflex PPR, half-point tight end premium. It's a line of start 11. Drama Queens is the, late, the league name. Your thoughts. Go ahead, buddy. You, I mean, you signed the deal, so you were the co-signer. I wasn't around. So uh, we we kind of talked about it on the uh, the QB horde thing, right? Yep. You can get these these mini QB hordes of of you know four, but they're, they're guys exactly that, what he had, right? The guys that people really want. Bryce Young was this QB four, right? Yeah, <laughs> like Bryce Young is the guy sitting out there, so he's rocking Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, uh, Anthony Richardson, and Bryce Young. Like, in what world is he ever going to start uh, Bryce Young in like over any of those guys in a lineup? He's not. I mean, well, no. uh, I- I- injury, like, uh, catastrophe probably only. Catastrophe, right? yes. Catastrophe or bi- bye weeks. One injury in a bye week. Those are the scenarios, right? right? But but why hold that kind of insurance on your, your bench if you can actually mm-hmm. move it into pieces that are difference makers for you? So, Correct. So if this is a Matthew Stafford type, right, where it's just like an insurance piece that doesn't carry dynasty weight, different conversation, right? So here, here's Bryce the other Bryce piece Young about, is a yeah. piece to your point with insurance. You're holding on to an insane amount of insurance. This is a guy that's going in the top two rounds of startups, man. Right. But I also think a guy like Mark Andrews with his potential at the tight end position, one of the only guys outside of Travis Kelsey I'm willing to make a bet on at the tight end position to be a warp difference maker in just about any format. Fair. Yep. He's going to go right around the same spot Bryce Young is. Now, no, no lie here, Adam. I would give the edge – to the quarterback, right? Positional scarcity, advantage, sure. it's easier to leverage, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Blah, so blah, blah, so I'm, not, blah. I'm not denying that. Like, if you told me Mark Andrews for Bryce Young straight up, I'd go, man, I'd probably take Bryce Young. But I get it. If you're in a position where you could come off a, a an extra piece like Bryce Young and to get a Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. fine. Like, the deal is, like, either way. Okay? I understand it. It's just a lot more close. Now, here's the kicker. When he's talking to me about this trade, he's like, I got to send away Jawan Johnson a mid to late second, and maybe an early second, but we don't really know. It might be mid to early. I have no idea. He goes, but the best part is the manager I'm getting the 25 first from, team projects to be very bad in 25, more than likely an early first. More than likely an early first. It's it's one of those that, like, right now, okay enough, but this is where the you could see the wheels already kind of shaking a little bit. And (laughs) when you get to next year, we're talking about problems. So if you tell me it was Mark Andrews for Bryce Young, like I said, I'm kind of in the, okay, I can see it for both sides, but I'm probably leaning to Bryce Young. I, I don't highly recommend this move, but it, it when makes you, sense. Okay? And because you have the leverage there, right? Like a, you need a little more. You tell me I can take Jawan Johnson, who I love, Adam, but he's an A-warp tight end, and I'm going to use that as a term. I'm probably going to make a T-shirt that says A-warp tight end, and it's going to have like a shit emoji or something. But whatever. Is, he's, that's a deep dive. Right? <clears throat> I like this. He's, a, he's an A-warp. To your point, he's an, it, the reality is that the opposite end of that is he's a best ball tight end, right? He's an A-warp tight end or a best ball tight end. In best ball, yeah. we, we care. Line yeah. up, we don't. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're, you're sending away two seconds that we're not even guaranteed are both early. Like, one's late and the other one could be early, possibly. We don't really know at this point. For the chance just to delay your gratification for a year and land an early 25 first and Adam, it doesn't matter who's in the class An early mm-hmm. 25 first is going to carry weight come draft time. So yeah. I'm all about that, that 40 thinking ahead move, that leverage move. So you didn't really have me on the first part, but when you said the second part, yeah, I'll leverage an a warp tight end in, in two seconds for, you know, the possibility of landing a really early 25 pick. So I'm in, I love this move for him. I want to talk about this because Mike, if you could pull up the team that he had, because I, I went through and read everything he sent. Um, it was just, you know, that when I was getting ready to give my advice, good yep. thing advice had already been given, the trade was done. So I remember looking at his team. He had, um, like you said, four quarterbacks. Bryce so Young got, was – go ahead. Read the team. So up. he's got this – is, this is how the team was listed off to me at the time. Yeah, yeah. No. Perfect, perfect. So Patrick Mahomes, A.J. Dillon, B. John Robinson, Drake London, Calvin Ridley, Mike Isecki starting in tight end spot. Uh, JSN, Jameer Gibbs, Rashad Bateman, Jordan Addison, Deshaun Watson. On the bench was Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's got a bunch of those any RB on a 53 type dudes. Salvin Ahmed, Latavius Murray, right. Julius Chestnut. Yeah, those those guys. Chase, Chase Claypool, uh, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Zay Flowers, Michael Gallup, and his backup tight end was Jawan Johnson. And then sitting on his taxi were more running backs, right? The real Scott Connor approach. You can definitely tell this guy came over from Dynasty and Chill. <laughs> he paid attention to what Scott was preaching, right? Because his taxi squad is Jerome Ford, Jaleel McLaughlin, Pierre Strong, Knight, Tyrion Davis, Price, like any RB on a 53. Yeah. He already has 220, his own, and a projected mid. Right. And I think, Mike, here's the thing, too. Um, when, you, when, you re- when I read through all that, right? So I'm thinking, okay, A. Rich. Mahomes and Watson. So even if you're like, well, Watson didn't look that great, like he's not as locked in, you're going to be starting average then in that scenario, right? So Bryce Young is the one, if you could, all things equal, like if they're close enough in value to where that you can reap that in the market, Bryce yeah. is the one I want to move, right? So I think, though, the, one, the only thing I was going to say about this trade, just to give it, I'm not even going to say pushback because I want his side more context for those of you listening that weren't involved in this trade. And you think about this when you're making moves in different league settings, right? So let's talk about this from the standpoint of, let's go ahead and pull up warp actually on this. So this is drama Queens. Let's pull up warp just to see. Here's warp. <clears throat> okay. So first and foremost, what, what, what stands out to me just looking at it immediately mind warp. All right. Now the top four are great. Um, and, and you've made this point. This is last year's could totally change. Josh Allen may not be a part of the top four this year. There's all these different things could happen. Some of these other guys may be closer to the top four. So the disparity may not be that case, but here's what I'm noticing, Mike. And this is the point that's really key for me. Look at how at six, and even if you say that more like eight or 10 in this year, like if some of these other guys have bounce back seasons, look where they're at. They're at the skill players or below. Starting there, right? So it's the reality for this league, because you're starting 11, and because of the scoring, I'm imagining, whether it's boosted to the, the skill players or the, the quarterbacks have high negatives, whatever the case is, if you're not a difference maker at the quarterback position, there's the scarcity aspect, right? 
this is one of the things I love about Warp looking at this. There's the scarcity aspect of the quarterback position in Superflex, but realistically, this is one of the Warp situations where all you're really holding is that scarcity in market play. Because buying a quarterback 12 to 18 this season, if that's where we're kind of thinking Bryce could finish, like this is an upside down the road play. And there's not a lot of window for it to be crazy high value. Now, let's get to the tight end. Let's talk about this. <clears throat> Mark Andrews, I think, look at where Kelsey is and look at where Andrews is last year. Yeah. There's a case to be made for the middle ground where that's a big difference maker, right? Split the difference and put him at a two. Two. If he's at two and every basically every other tight end that's out there is at one or below, like that's where you're, you always are pressing the button on Andrews. He's one of the few that's worth putting in there. And then – so, so I think like that dynamic makes me want to do it. The one point that of little bit of pushback or just like thinking is this was a trade that you're obviously trying to fill in need and it's a valuable piece today. So sometimes in the quarterback horde, the best way to extract like premium high end crazy upside ripping them off feeling like yeah. is to go outside of those pieces right now. Um, and his team's not necessarily locked into trying to win this season, although it absolutely could. But the big point is here. When you talk about, let's get this warp off the screen now. The big point is knowing your league, everyone listening to me. When I look at this, understanding the league format is huge here. Because if this is a best ball start 11 or 12, I'm having a lot harder time. And, and I'm not saying I wouldn't take the Andrew side, but it's a lot tougher to make this move in a best ball. Four assets. I'm getting off of Bryce Young. Even if Bryce Young is bad for a lot of weeks, he may have three or four that really mean something for me. He's a quarterback. Juwan Johnson, as gross as he is, like I'm, I want to stockpile those type of tight ends. And you give me two seconds, I can buy stuff with. Like That's where this is a lot harder in best ball. But in lineup, think about this. No yeah. seconds. They, they can buy you spot starts. They can buy you things. You might even be able to, if they're early, draft a, uh, you know, a player that you really like his profile or somewhat like it next year. So but when you're talking about look, the, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, also look how this is structured, <clears throat> right? We talked about just in chat and I didn't have all the context, but one of the seconds that I'm going to assume it's the second from a uh, Wu Tang DF Wu Tang. It's going right? back to his team. What he said was maybe one of these seconds is early. I don't know. Adam, if that second ends up being early from DF Wu Tang, who's the guy he's getting the pick from? Right, it's a twenty-five person, right? Well, right? You know that twenty-five first is early then. Like you know it, like it's locked well, in. Right. You're beneficial to both. <laughs> and when I pull up his team on Dynasty Daddy, just to kind of drive home the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like he gets Bryce Young. That's cool. Like yeah. you got a quarterback. Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, Matthew Stafford. Like, do you feel good long term about that QB room outside of well, Bryce I don't, Young? I don't feel good long term about it. And honestly, in the short term, I really don't like it. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. Uh, he just lost J.K. Dobbins, right? Yeah. Like that was his RB room. And, and this this team I already looked over has did not have a lot of room for air, right? No. There's not a lot of depth. Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman are his wide receivers. Good, not great, I'd call it, right? His number one tight end now is Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Well, and, and, and this would be a poison pill – from the context of it, right? Like, that's what you're no, doing here. No 24 first. He's got a second back, and he's got another second. No 25 first now. Right. Like, but, this is where you, you plant the you plant the seed of destruction because, oh, you feel good because you may have shored pill. up your, your quarterback room, but the rest of your team is, is booty. 
blue no, no, cheese. I, I'm, I'm 100% with the deal, and I think the reason I was going to say that is if you think about what those seconds could be, even to your point, if one of them's early, um, okay, like, yeah, you don't want to give up that, but in this type of a format, in lineup, right, one of the one of the most surefire ways to replace a Bryce Young or have value get close back to that that you can capture is getting more shots at first, and especially right. go out a year where you add it to a deal where and I think this is the essence of of this. Bryce Young for Andrews and a quarterback cord for me, Mike, is not a move I would make one for one. Like even if it's a light quarterback cord, right? Unless this tight end premium is just un outrageously high. Yeah. But think about this, and a lineup start, forget it, lineup whatever. Two seconds in Jawan Johnson in a lineup league or a first, like already, like no context at all, I want the first. And that, that I think is where when you break the trade out, the format is so key. Because if you told me I can send away a 25 first of mine on a team that I built right in best ball, and I get two seconds back right now and Jawan Johnson, yeah, I'll take that, right? Yeah. I think that's one yeah. of the biggest points, though, is – Understanding that dynamic alone in best ball and lineup, like it really makes this trade or doesn't make this trade for me, right? And then you tell yep. me all the context that you brought in about how this is a team to really be betting against, like, oh, sign me up. But I think this is one of those where you got to walk through the league format for yourself. If you're looking at a trade like this and you're thinking about how to apply it to your league, that's one of the biggest ways to think about it, in my personal opinion. Love it. Love it. Great deal. Good one to end on. Yeah, it was a good one to end on. And we didn't have a single fight club moment. No, because... Blitz do better. It's not not actually Blitz's fault, but uh, yeah, Blitz do better anyway, you know? (laughs) It's Blitz's fault. I will say this, though, too. Everyone watching, um, if you want your deals featured, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, $5 a month, you get a chance to be on the show. We had two new patrons on the show. We will absolutely get you featured on here, have a chance to be featured just like everyone else in, in every week following, but... One of the things we've been asking, and it's, I didn't make it a requirement. Like it's, it's, it's preferred because if you put the warp in there, you give us enough of the league information so that we can pull the warp. It helps us in tiebreakers. It helps us in discussing and breaking down your yeah. trade. So we give you the most actionable advice about it. So um, that'd be my one other thing. You know, if you're putting trades in there and they're on MFL. Are they are they password protected or not? If they are, you know, you can just DM me on the side or something. Let us know all the context so that we can actually get the information we need from you. Because we love breaking down the trades, but there's yeah, nothing there's nothing you know more blue ball like than for Mike and myself. Like we're getting ready. Are we fighting or not? And we don't know. We're just kind of sitting here looking at each other. You know. <laughs> the only thing I feel like I'm fighting is this this eyebrow. Nope, this one. I was gonna Isn't say you're pointing some... at the wrong one. Doesn't this some bitch look like it's just like raised up over the other one? Yeah, well, that's that, <laughs> so that, that honestly it is. Like it. And to me, I thought that you that it's been like that since the trade. Like you're, I'm waiting, no. I'm waiting on you. I, say something it's like, wrong. It's like what I shocked. <laughs> when I shocked, I gotta fix that shit. I don't, I don't know, know what happened, but camera slanted like, or I really got too. Did you go? Up did you go to the makeup crew beforehand? Like they kind of did you a little wrong. They, they gave you like a little mini facelift. People think I do Botox or some shit. That's what that's what it kind of looks like. I'm dying now. I, I noticed it, but I honestly thought you were just like waiting at that trade. It's so freaking great, man. Um, the best way to end a trade show ever right there. Love it. Love all the new that's deals. Love all the deals that we had on here. Um, week one is in the books. Do you want to take a look at Mike's eye, Mike's eyebrow? Um, this is this is a perfect opportunity, man. If you want your deals featured, you know where to do that. Patreon.com forward slash Harmon. Uh, give go. us 
you know, two fi- <laughs> we're going to split 250, and we're going to hope that some of that's going to help Mike's eyebrow um, stay in line. We're going to try to get him to a surgeon. I think it was out. my hat was pulling it up the the fat on my face. Listen, <laughs> I think that's what it was. Don't try to apply logic to this. All right, that I'm was sorry. not something that you know just makes <laughs> sense in any capacity. Um, we appreciate everyone tapping in. If you could go down, hit the like, subscribe button for us. Does us a tremendous amount. If you do, you know, you want to know warp on your league because yep. we couldn't find it on the one. You're like, man, it might matter for mine. SouthHarmonFF.com forward slash warp, or you could just go to DynastyWarp.com. Either way pull you up to our website where you can get the warp tool and have an opportunity to take a look at any one of your leagues on sleeper mfl if it's outside of that platform take all the settings that you have from whatever league that is yahoo espn make a free league on the uh, on sleeper takes two to three minutes you don't have to draft don't have to fill out teams boom you can get warp for that way other than that yeah just go down and hit the like subscribe for us if you want to see more of mike's eyebrow if you want next week for him to just keep it up there the whole time whatever the case may be you let us know in the comments we love you guys we'll see you back here same time same place next week we're out of this thing peace